Welcome to Raising Christian Kids. Your host, Leanne Mancini, is extremely passionate that children build a strong, foundational relationship with Jesus before the age of 10. Children need head and heart knowledge in order to stand strong against the world's ever-increasing rejection of Christianity. You will be equipped with methods and techniques to help to solidify a relationship between your child and Jesus. So let's dig deep and help the next generation to love Jesus with all their heart, soul, and mind. Hello and welcome to Raising Christian Kids. Today I'm going to discuss something very important, the Shema. Maybe you know what the Shema is, or maybe you don't. But before I discuss the Shema, let me ask you a question. Do you have a morning prayer ritual? Is there a prayer that you recite every day? In the morning after I read my Bible, I pray to the Lord, giving him thanks and praise. I also pray to the Holy Spirit. Please, Holy Spirit, empty me of me and fill me with you. Let all my words, actions, and deeds, and everything I say and everything I do be all of you and none of me. I'm sure you've been in a situation where you've had no time to pray and you have to make a decision. Or you forget to pray before you make a decision. That is why I say this prayer every day. Holy Spirit, let it be all of you and none of me. I want to obey God in everything I do and say, and this prayer reminds me that I can do nothing without relying on the Holy Spirit to guide and direct me. The Jews also recited a prayer back in the day, and they still do today, to remind them to obey and love the one true God. The Israelites were given a prayer called the Shema, which is a command to remind them to love the one true God with all their being and to teach their children to do the same. The Shema was and still is an essential prayer to the Jews as they recite this prayer twice a day, once at night before bed and once in the morning before they start their day. It is considered to be the most important prayer and is rooted in Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through 9, chapter 11, verses 13 through 21, and Numbers 15, verses 37 through 41. The prayer is a reminder of their commitment to love the Lord their God every day, every moment, in every area of their life, and it is vitally important to teach their children to do the same. It is a command prayer to the Jews in the first century and for all future generations. We too should be reciting the Shema. Moses first instructs the adults, just as they're getting ready to go over into the promised land, He gives them these commands and these instructions. These are the commands, decrees, and laws of the Lord your God directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess, so that you, your children, and their children after them may fear the Lord your God as long as you live by keeping all his decrees and commands that I give you, and so that you may enjoy long life. Hear, Israel, and be careful to obey so that it may go well with you and that you may increase greatly in the land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. That's the beginning of Deuteronomy 6, verses 1 through 3. We are also required to instruct our children. This is a prayer command to us as well. And so then after that, the Lord commands. Now the Lord gives the instruction. 
Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, and when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. That's Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through 9. Let me ask you a question. Do you have any biblical sayings on your walls? Do you post Bible verses on your children's mirrors to read before they brush their teeth twice a day? God reminded Israel that these commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. That's Deuteronomy 6.6. And to meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. That's Psalms 119, verse 15. Meditate means to think deeply, profoundly, immensely, not passively, not as a fleeting thought. And sometimes that's what we do. We get so busy during our day that God is really just a fleeting thought. And he should never be a fleeting thought. He is the holy God, the God of all creation. Proverbs says in 621 through 22, that the best way to adhere to these commandments is to bind them always on your heart, fasten them around your neck. When you walk, they will guide you. When you sleep, they will watch over you. When you awake, they will speak to you. Bind them on your heart. Fasten them around your neck. These are strong visual concepts of what we're to do with the Lord and to teach our children to do the same. What we're to do with the Lord's words and his directives and his will for us and his commands for us. In Proverbs 6, 21, 22, it states the Bible says to study the scripture only four times. While it says to meditate on the scripture 18 times. Dr. Howard Hendricks, in his book, Teaching to Change Lives, states, To the Hebrew, heart embraced the totality of human personality, one's intellect, one's emotion, and one's will. Their heart embraces your intellect, your emotion, and your will. It is still true today. The heart contains one's desires, commitments, and directs the choices of the individual. Notice Moses commands the adults first regarding their relationship with the Lord because Moses knows the hearts of the adults must be right before they can teach their children. Further in Deuteronomy 32 verses 46 through 47, Moses states, Take to heart all the words I have solemnly declared to you this day so that you may command your children to obey carefully all the words of this law. They are not just idle words for you. They are your life. There is a wonderful promise for those who obey. In Joshua 1.8, it states, Keep the book of this law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. I think this verse also means to be thriving and successful in how we're raising our children to become devout followers of Christ. The command to teach the next generation is also stated in Psalm 78, 1 through 8. My people, hear my teaching. Listen to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth with a parable. I will utter hidden things, things from the old, things we have heard, things we know, 
things our ancestors have told us. Now listen to the next few words here. We will not hide them from their descendants. We will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power, and the wonders he has done. He decreed statutes for Jacob and established laws in Israel, which he commanded our ancestors to teach their children. So the next generation would know them, even to the children yet to be born. And they would in turn tell their children. Then they would put their trust in God and would not forget his deeds, but would keep his commands. They would not be like their ancestors, a stubborn and rebellious generation whose hearts were not loyal to God, whose spirits were not faithful to him. It is so important that we teach God's word to our children in a very effective way to impress them in their hearts and in their minds, day by day, moment by moment. Listen, if we don't do it, the world is going to teach them the anti-Christian secular view of life. And they're not going to be strong believers. And we'll be punished generations on out from, from them and their children and the next children if we don't do what we are told to do. This is not something to be taken lightly. This is very, very serious. The Shema, in addition to these other wonderful biblical commandments, requires allegiance to God alone. So these verses uphold the very first commandment written by the finger of God. You shall have no other gods before me. All Christians are to love him with all their being. They are to write his commandments upon their hearts so that God's commands will become their heart's desire. And we're to indoctrinate our children in the ways of the Lord by instilling God's word moment by moment, day by day, before birth and after birth. The foundation of God must be built by a qualified builder who understands and believes in the directives and then implements them perfectly and consistently, or at least not perfectly, but the best to your ability. Hopefully you can say as Job did, I have not departed from the commands of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than daily bread. More than the food that we receive, his words are life-giving food, and we need to feed our children daily this life-sustaining sustenance of God's word. To impress God's commandments on our children, Art Murphy wrote The Faith of a Child, a step-by-step -step guide to salvation for your child. And he states that to impress God's commandments means we need to mark, brand, mold, impact, influence, teach, love, lead, and discipline our children. Those are strong words. To mark, to brand, to impact, to mold them. God's word should leave a lifelong impression on their hearts, souls, and minds. There's a second biblical directive given in Numbers 15, verses 37 through 41. The Lord says to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, Throughout the generations to come, you are to make tassels on the corner of your garments with a blue cord on each tassel. You will have these tassels to look at, so you will remember all the commands of the Lord, that you may obey them and not prostitute yourselves by chasing after the lusts of your own hearts and eyes. Then you will remember to obey all the commands and will be consecrated to your God. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord your God. 
Do we do things to help us to remember to impress God's word upon our children? Do we have reminders? Maybe you need to set a timer a couple times a day to remember to praise Jesus. If we don't fill their minds of things of the Lord, the world will fill their minds and they will chase after the lusts of their own hearts and desires. What their eyes see and what their ears hear in this ever-increasing anti-Christian culture. The Israelites are directed to make the tassels on the corners of their garments as a reminder to be obedient to the Lord. These verses also remind them that God saved them and brought them out of Egypt, which is a symbol of sin. Egypt is the antithesis of the promised land, and God wanted Israel to remember what he had done for them when they enter the promised land and forevermore. This week, make a prayer shawl for your child. Take a piece of fabric and sew some tassels on the end. Let them pick a few Bible verses to say as they wear their shawl and touch each tassel. Ask them to be the rabbi and to teach you the word of God. Remember, when children are allowed the opportunity to teach God's word, it helps to reinforce their memories to remember God's word. Next week, I will continue this conversation as it is vitally important. Other than loving God with all your heart and soul and mind, this is the most important commandment for us as a parent, grandparent, or anyone who is helping to build that strong foundation in Christ. Again, it's not only for the salvation of our children, but it's also for the preservation of our Christian nation. And please tell others about Raising Christian Kids podcast. We want to get this message out there. Statistics from Pew say that By 2025, there'll be more Muslims in the world than Christians. So we better prepare this next generation and maybe even have more Christian children for you young adults. May God bless you this week. And again, let's raise strong Christian children. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.